What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Obridge FFL Podcast, Episode 10. We got a lot to get into today. I'm going to start by handing it over to the Commissioner, Brandon Kurtzman. All right, everybody. We all know what happened last week, and obviously I'm not happy about it, but life goes on. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Scott, you threw a punch. I'm sorry. You're suspended one game. We're not saying the incident was your fault. We're not saying the incident was Joe's fault. But you threw the punch. You're suspended next game. I've already texted you and let you know that. And I know you respect the decision. Um, As far as it goes going forward, I am not tolerating fighting. We are not savages. We are are men who are playing adult football. Let's, Let's... tone up let's stop with the taunting i'm not dealing with the taunting anymore you you grip someone's flag throw it on the ground don't throw it at them don't don't cause a scene don't look for a fight just play the game the way it's supposed to be played i'm not tolerating it if you throw a punch you're out of the league i'm and you will never be in a league that i run again and trust me you are going to want to be a part of the leagues of the future that i have plans for running yeah, that's really it. I think I think we're good. <laughs> All right. Chris- I think I think if you can't understand that and you still have the audacity to do something like that on the field, that's on you and you're out of the league. I'm not dealing with it. All right, Kurtzman's hot right now, so I just want to say a few, just touch on a few things real quick before we get into the recap of Week Four. Mm-hmm. So, the taunting. Uh, everyone in the league does it. It's not just Scott. It's not just the Jets. It's literally every single team, almost every single player. I'll call. I'll call out Zach Sheray because. I'm good friends with Zach Ray, but Zach is terrible. He taunts. It's terrible how much he taunts. It ha- we have to scale it back just a little bit. It doesn't have to go all the way out of the league. You could still, you know what I mean, taunt, talk your shit, do whatever you want, but just a li- just scale it back a little bit. This is what ends up leading to yes. what happened yes. on Sunday. I just don't want that happening. I don't think anyone wants that to happen. Like, do you want to see someone get hit? Like, I don't want to see that. No, no, no. Obviously, we don't want to see that. And like Kirschman said, we're not blaming Scott. We're not blaming Joe. We're not blaming anyone for anything. You know, in a competitive league, competitive game, these these kind of things are gonna happen, but not here, because Kurtzman, This is it. All comes down to him, really, and he doesn't want to be liable for anything. You know, weapons if it got serious and it turned into a brawl or anything like that. Like we could lose the field, we could lose the league, all of this completely out the window. So I think Kurtzman's making the right decision by saying if you do any of these things moving forward, if you fight, you throw a punch. Anyone who throws a punch moving forward is out of any of Kurtzman's leagues, any of his tournaments that he has planned. And trust me, like he said, Kurtzman has a bunch of things planned that are going to be super dope. So we don't want any of that. And I know you guys don't want any of that either. But with that with that being said, um, everyone still loves Scott. I hope Scott and Joe, could, when they see each other next, could shake hands and, and move on from it. Uh, no one wants Scott or Joe out of the league. It's just, you know, the one-game suspension is what it is. It's Kurtzman's decision. Scott said he respects it. But moving forward, guys, let's really try just to, to scale the taunting back a little bit, shit-talking back just a little bit, just just so it's not uncomfortable. Because sometimes, especially for the refs out there, it is a little bit uncomfortable because they don't know everyone and they do think it's a possibility something you know could break out and they have been mentioning this to Kurtzman in, in previous weeks Kurtzman kind of assured them nothing would happen and then something happened so now we have to take action on it so I I, I know everyone out there understand that too we just have to say it so I, I, I'm pretty sure everyone wants what's best for the league and moving forward I don't expect any problems agreed guys are we are we all on the same page with that yeah I hope everyone else is as well all right so Let's get into the week four recap. Got my dad here with me. Kurtzman's here with me. Augie's over here doing stats. Doesn't want to talk. 
Matt Marola from the Titans sits here every single time we record, never wants to say one word on the podcast. So let's let's get into it. First game, Kersman, where do you want to go? Uh, I guess we'll go with the first 930 game. It was the Vikings against the Raiders. Mm. Two and one Vikings against the two and one That Raiders. was pre before the week started when we did the preview. That was our game of the week. Yes. We all thought so. So, uh, Dad, you saw that one? Yes, I did. All right, good. Give me, give me what you got on that one. I was impressed with the Vikings. What most impressed me, uh, even though there's a lot of turnovers on both sides, uh, quarterback playing Mike Gargano. Uh, the kid's a leader. Uh, he makes mistakes, but he just brushes it off and moves on to the next play. And that's what you're supposed to do. He ran a two-minute drill at the end of the half that was near perfect. He left seven seconds on the clock. Never panicked once about his timeouts. He knew exactly what he was doing. And that's what you want to see in a quarterback. You want to see a guy that is in complete control of his huddle. Chrisman? No, I agree 100%. And I think um, the Vikings, they uh, benefited from a lot of short fields. Uh, the Raiders threw three interceptions on the day, which led to all led to Vikings touchdowns. Plus, the Vikings also had a pick six on one of them. So, I think, really, Mikey played very well. Like you said, the three interceptions is little. But I think it's misleading because he played a very good game, in my, uh, in my opinion, as well. Man, it's a great game. Uh, yes. like, like we said, Mikey moving to quarterback was obviously the best thing for that team because he has command of the huddle. That an, a, a good point you made was he was in control of the huddle, two-minute drill, knew exactly what he was doing with his timeouts. I don't feel like that's the case for a lot of these teams in this league. Like, it's like it's kind of mind-blowing. You know when you're sitting there and you're watching the TVs on Sundays, NFL, and you're, like, calling timeout, and then the coach in the real-life game is not calling timeout, and you're sitting there like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. I, th- I know we're going to talk about the, uh, the Giants game versus Augie's team, the Cowboys, but late in that game, the, the sideline had to call timeout for them. Like, Come on, guys. That's that's on everyone. That's not just on Rob. That's on everyone on their team. Mm-hmm. Like let, let's let's know be a little bit. Let's be a little bit smart. Let's on. be a little bit smart about that. But back to uh, Raiders, Mikey. Vikings, yeah, right. Ra- Raiders Vikings. Um, since we all talked about the the Vikings, I'll, I'll say one thing about them. Then move on to the Raiders. Their defense is scary. They told me uh, after the game they've given up 18 points in the last three weeks or something like yes. that. I think it is. Uh, Zach Stray said to me, Connor Romano and Mikey Gargano is the best D line combo in the league. That's, that's words from him, whether we believe that's true or not. Yeah, it is. Uh, wow. Con Romano had a safety on Mbimbo, the toughest guy to get. Uh, he was the only man rushing with two men in front of him yeah. and got through it. And, and, got and Con- like Connor, freak athlete. Mikey, freak. obviously very good with his hands and his and like his angles and how, how he knows yeah, how to yeah, play yeah, he's the game. You know, wrestler, college wrestler, knows how to, how to get leverage. He's a big kid, too, so... Uh, I, I could agree with that. Zach Sheree is good at, at safety. I know they got some other guys on their team, Buster, that I'm probably that I'm probably forgetting Ivanak, right now. Yeah, yeah, Joe Ivanak, of course, who I really like on defense as well. Uh, the Vikings are, are looking like they could be the best team in the league. They're looking like they could compete with anyone right now. But the Raiders, let's talk about the Raiders right now, a team that we all had. We said these are the two teams that have been trending upwards the most. No Nick Sedano this week. I know uh, Nick said on Twitter... Uh, it don't matter. I, my team's not going to miss me, this, that, and the third. I think his team really missed him, both on offense and on defense. Uh, quarterback Corey Nuzzi had absolutely no time to throw the ball against Mikey and Connor, and they made the switch to Mbimbo at quarterback. And IB texted me and told me, uh, you could break this news on the podcast, he's switching to quarterback full-time for their team. said, Corey Nuzzi played uh, wide receiver in high school. Uh, I, I think Corey Nuzzi, if, if you're listening to this, if you wanted to play quarterback in the future, I, I think you could. I just think you would need a better offensive line. I think your offensive line isn't where it needs to be because you 
are more of a thrower than a runner. And IB, even though he can really throw the ball too, he is more mobile and he is more agile, making more sense for him to play quarterback. And we've been saying, how long have you been saying IB needs to play quarterback in this damn league? Yeah. Right? Like, we've been, come on. I, like, he's, I know, been, he's been saying no for... I know. I we know, know he's a phenomenal wide receiver, has the best hands in the league. But, come on. IB is a sick quarterback. He, need, he needs to be playing quarterback. So, how do we feel about the Raiders... One, that I'll ask you first. How do you feel about how they played in this game? And then two, how do you feel about them getting Nick back in a few weeks and then IB being the quarterback moving forward? Well, obviously, Nick is a big part of that offense. And uh, with him and Mbimbo on the outside, it gives uh, Nuzzy a great, great two targets to go to. Uh, I didn't think that uh, Nuzzy played a bad game. He had a beautiful touchdown pass to uh, Denoy. Oh, my gosh. Yes. No- oh, yeah. Dine. That's, that's what I'm saying. Beautiful pass. Ab- pass of the week. I think if Absolute he had dime. more time, I think it could have like made a difference. Play. He had a lot of time to step it, up in the it, pocket. If, yes. If he has time to step into the pocket, it, it's, it, it would it help the team tremendously. Uh, I think it's going to hurt them a little. As, as good as IB is, it's going to hurt them taking him away from the outside because he's a weapon. He's a, he's a great weapon. Yeah. And like I said, him and Sedano made a great pair. Uh, now you're taking that away. I, I, I don't know Nazi as a wide receiver, but you know uh, if he has the explosiveness that uh, explosiveness that IB has, then then they can be done something. Why am I stuttering? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. Um, I think I agree with a lot of what you said. I think the Raiders with IB is going to give them more dynamic. Having the be- your best athlete has the ball in his hands. Um, on every play, he's a very good thrower as well. He threw a very a couple of very good balls to I want to say. I think Denoya was already hurt. It might have been Angstead downfield, and they just just barely um, didn't. No, he threw one to Denoya down the field, too, and I didn't like it because IB said, he said Denoya was jogging for the ball. IB, you just overthrew him a little bit. It was a, it just oh, a little bit overthrown, but the kid, Joe, Joe Denoya is not jogging on any play. I promise you that. Yeah, that kid is, no. He's, he's, giving, he's giving his all. He got behind the defense. Other than his touchdown, he got behind the defense twice where he could have scored if the ball was thrown to him. Mm-hmm. So, Probably. wait, is he, he's out for three weeks now? According from, what to, I'm, from what I have been texted from him, personally, he's out three or four I hope weeks he gets better. way back for the playoffs. I hope, I hope he gets better. He he I, feel like, I feel like he's a big part to their team, too. Joe's a player. But no. with, with, this, with this being said, my feeling on IB at quarterback is I don't think we've seen the last of Corey Nuzzi at quarterback for them. I think it's going to be very situational in how the game is going. Because if they do have time and the other team's defensive line isn't as dominant as Mikey and Connor, we saw, Nuzzi. yeah, then Nuzzy could play quarterback and puts you with another weapon at a wide receiver. More than likely a more explosive I, weapon I be. Be one of But the who knows? Maybe I'm completely wrong and Corey Nuzzy's a great wide receiver and it's going to work perfectly fine with IB. I'm a big advocate of having your best athlete play quarterback. Nick, to me, is their best athlete, but he's not a quarterback. No. IB is a sick athlete and, and a, a sick, sick quarterback. quarterback. So I am all yeah. for IB playing quarterback. I think it makes them better. I still like IB. TJ Ingstad still a guy to throw to. Denoy is a guy to throw to. Uh, you got Sedano, Corey Nuzzi. I still yeah, like their team a lot. Let's get Angstad involved in the offense. I mean, he's catching everything on defense, right? Yeah. yeah. League leading five interceptions. TJ Angst- two more today. Yes, TJ Ingstad leads the league bad. five interceptions. Kurtzman, before we move off from this game, read me stats from both teams. All right, uh, IB 11-17, 85 yards. Uh, Denoya, three catches, 37 yards and a touchdown. Um, TJ Angstead had two interceptions. Mahmoud had an interception, his Fire. first one of the tough, season. Tough Mahmoud. Tough Mahmoud. Wait, wait, Tra- best line of the day. It's hot out. Mahmoud's on the sideline screaming, uh, heat don't bother me, my people are born in this. <laughs> I, I thought that was great. <laughs> Mahmoud, I, I, I like, I like Mahmoud. No, nah, Mahmoud loves the league, yeah, and I appreciate tough. you bringing the speaker. 
Yeah, they that's, do. That's, that's yeah, tough. It's tough. And uh, Jarwar, two catches, 27 yards, and he had a nice juke into the end zone for a touchdown. So I hope you listen, Jarwar. Tough, Jarwar, tough. Tough. Uh, yeah, give, oh, and then from the Vikings. Yeah, give me Viking stats. Vikings, Mikey was 9 of 18 for 87 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions. Also had six carries for 31 yards. Uh, Connor, three for 32 with a touchdown, and we all saw it. Uh, he yeah, got up he on Jordanoia a little Jordanoia. bit. Uh, Friel scored. DeCunto scored. Um, Connor Romano, two sacks of safety and interception. Sounds like I have a day to me. <laughs> um, Zach Sheree, two interceptions, one pick six. Might be defensive player of the week worthy. Okay. And uh, Mikey Gargano, one sack. Okay. So, we, we like, yeah, Dad, you want to oh, say yeah, more? Just, again, on Joe Denoya covering uh, Connor Romano. Uh, shut him down mostly for the first half. And Connor had a big second half, came back with, I think, three for 33. Yeah, three in the What three are you going to do against Connor? Yeah, Connor's it's, tough. It's, it's, Connor's, Connor's tough, but well played by Joe Denoya. Like I said, he's a player in this league. I think his stock is rising. It's, but, like I said, if you're going to talk the talk, you got to walk the walk. If you're gonna brag about shutting down, you know the number three pick in the league, Dylan. then yeah, and and this then, week you face the number one, and then you know, and he had his day. Connor is gonna do what he does. Connor's a sick athlete, gets the ball in his hands, one of the most elusive guys in the league, and obviously, a great athlete, great jumper could go up and get the ball too. Yep. I still last thing on these teams. I really like both of these teams going forward. I'm excited to see what the Raiders do. When Sedano comes back and IB is that quarterback. Vikings now three and one, Raiders now two and two. Yes. Both still in third. Yes. Still in third and fourth in the standings. Yes. Um next game. We'll go to the other nine thirty game. Cowboys and Giants. Now this one we talked about. We said the Giants needed to keep this game close and boy did they do that. They were up thirteen at halftime. I thought they were gonna get the dub. Sobes was a little rattled, throwing some picks. Augie non existent in the first half. Um, you know, kid gets upset. I call him Jordy Nelson. He was playing like freaking uh, Valdez Scantling out there. But Dylan did a good job on defense. I thought their the Giants defense line was was really really good, and it, it was a really good game. Rob Bell looked really good. Uh, it was easily the most fun game of the week to watch. Uh, Kersman, did you see any of it? Or um, I was refing or helping the ref on the Vikings game, so I really didn't see a lot of it. But I did catch Dylan's pick six. Um, I did catch some of their offensive plays, but from what I heard from the game, from what people said, they said the Giants really got pressure on him, and that was the difference. And you didn't see it either, Dad. Right? I saw a little bit of it. I was trying to catch as much as I can. I did pick the Giants to win this week. It was I was close. the only one to do so. Yeah. Uh, I just think that the changes that are made in the league for this week, like the Vikings going to Mikey and uh, the Giants going to Lacan, I think it makes their teams better. Yeah. I think a true moving to the line and, and Lacanti throwing, like I said, definitely makes their team better. Um, We'll get to other games. Yeah, I'll, I'll, exerting his energy I'll, I'll only do, on defense. All right, I'll I'll talk about this one because I watched yeah. pretty much the whole game here because that was it was super exciting. Uh, let's talk. I'll talk about the Cowboys. First time Sobes struggled early. I did the halftime interview with him at uh on the Instagram live. He said he's throwing off his back foot every play. He's got to just clean it up. Came out in the second half was great. Their defense came out in the second half. I don't know what you guys did. Aug, you switched some things up. You guys were way better defensively in the second half. Dylan had that pick six. Uh, he had another. He had another interception. Um, what else did I like on their defense? Uh, Nick Douglas and True, I thought did a really good job of getting pressure on Zach early in the game. And you know they 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 were the team that came out with more energy, in my opinion. I think Augie's team is at the Cowboys. They're so good. They're kind of like I know I call them the the Warriors, but they're kind of like the Spurs in the sense that. They don't have like a like a Chance Cooper super energy guy on their team. Like no one on their team really talks 
that much. I, I like all, like they 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 just dominate. They just yeah. go out and score, and it's it's not a lot of talking. So I feel like the energy in the first half was definitely the advantage went to the Cowboys. I mean to the Giants. And uh, about Rob L. Rob L. was really good. I thought he moved the pocket well. Like I said, the Cowboys have really good defense. He was trying to throw the ball down the field. He had a pass to Dylan late in the game. I don't remember who had the pass interference call on Dylan oh, in the end Zach zone. Zach Sobieski. Zach, oh, Zach Sobes. It turned out to be really good because that's probably a touchdown if he doesn't interfere with him. And uh, they, they might have went on to, to win the game right there. So they were very close to the Giants. I know you picked them, Dad. I know we all said this is a time where the Giants, they don't necessarily have to win the game, but they have to look good. And I thought they looked really good. If they played, if they gave that effort against any other team this week, I think they win. I think they would beat any other team in the league this week. Go ahead. I talked to Zach after the game, and I asked him uh, what he felt uh, was the difference in the game where they usually dominate. He was missing a lineman, right, Augie? Right, so he, that does make a difference. Yeah, it's huge difference. Uh, yeah, he's your center. Yeah, he's yeah that, that's that's big. That's big. So of of course, I I failed to mention that. Um, that is obviously huge because, like I said, they were getting good pressure on Soaps. Cowboys still the best team in the league to me. I still I still think clear cut favorite to to win. Do I think they're going to go undefeated? I'm gonna go no. Last week I said yes. I think the Vikings. I think any team, Vikings, Raiders, your team, Browns could beat them right now. I don't know I don't know if I would ever pick any of them to beat them, but I think it's possible. I don't think it's out of, you know, the discussion. So, uh I was any oh, you got anything you want to say on this one? No, I'm good. <laughs> oh, I hate this guy. He never wants to talk. Best color man in the league. What are we what what else are we missing from this game? Am I missing anything from this game? No. Give I me mean, some stats, Carson. Give me some stats real quick. We'll go with the Giants stats. Rob finished 7 of 13. Looks like 7 uh 60 yards, two passing touchdowns, also ran for Mm, looks like 45, 50 yards and a rushing touchdown. Dylan had two interceptions on defense, one return to the house. Uh, yeah, Dylan was, finally showed up. This yeah, was, this Dylan, was, this was a good it was game definitely Dylan's coming out party for the 2019 SFL season. Uh, Russo, two catches, really spread the ball around. Dylan, True, Rougeau, Russo, and Douglas all had one or more, uh, all had a catch um, on defense. Russo, PBU, and Rob L interception. No sacks, it looks like, for the Giants. So that, that's, that's I, a problem. I want to shout out to Austin, too, your offensive lineman on the Cowboys. He he, I thought he, he got hurt, and he played through it, and he had a really good game. So shout out to him. Uh, was that the stats for what team was that? The Giants? Giants. Give me Cowboys. Cowboys. Sobes was 14 of 24, like 150 yards. Uh, Austin with a sack. Joe with a sack. Mike Body with a sack. Pass breakups by Zach. Uh, Augie, really non-existent today. Only three mm. for 21. That's mm. very unlike him. And Liam Knowles also two for 24. Really just, they got production from other places. Interesting storyline developing. Um, I heard Augie and Sobes got into a fight at their house the other day when Augie had people over. Only had four targets. Liam only had three targets. Mike Body had just as many combined. Mike Body had seven targets. Augie and Liam, his top two wide receivers thus far throughout the season. Had seven targets. Uh, I don't know. I think Augie's starting to fade out of his offense a little bit. Yeah. I failed to mention. I'm sorry. Soaps had three rushing touchdowns, but also threw three Yeah, yo, Soaps. Why does Soaps run for touchdowns? Is he that fast? Am I missing something? Soaps is fast? Very good athlete. I know. Soaps is a good athlete, but he's just... I saw him uh, at the end of the game. He The last touchdown he scored, right up the middle, and just... Right. Yeah, he's... Yeah, Soaps... I don't know. I told Soaps I was going to come on here and try to shit on him, but I really can't. Sobs, you suck. 
<laughs> they said because last time uh, they were listening to this, they told me that uh, so was, like, they have like a listening party for this, and they're like, we're gonna uh, count how many times TJ says, "Well, Sobs is just a beast." What else could I say? So I'm gonna say you suck this week. Get better. Uh, <laughs> if Augie said fact, Augie said fact. All right, let's go. Let's go to the next game. All right, uh, let's do my game. Uh, the Browns against the Saints. Uh, no one here saw this game. I saw, I saw a little. Oh, I was watching you? a little bit. Oh, okay, well, um, they came out very. They played very well. I threw an interception on the second play, I think, and then they would. They we just got a fourth down stop to stop them. So they definitely came out hot. They just couldn't convert their turnover. The turnovers that they caused. I threw three interceptions, but they didn't score anything off those interceptions. But uh, no, it was a good game. It was back and forth in the first half, thirteen thirteen, or fourteen fourteen at the end of the half. And then uh, everything happened. But when we got back to playing, uh, in the second half, I don't know what they did. Jake came in and played quarterback. I thought Taz was playing pretty well. Um, we then scored 22 unanswered and won the game. Idiot of the week, Taz giving up quarterback. Just We just said last week he's he, uh, he had a good week, set the record for most passing yards in a game. Then uh, he comes out this game, was moving the ball pretty well, didn't convert a few times, but just completely gives up quarterback to Jake for no reason. Jake's not even on their team. He was just subbing for Abby. And uh, that's another thing. It sucks that Ab didn't play. He's a little banged up. He said he'll be ready for next week. But uh, Jake subbing for him, it, it was it is what it is. Uh, it didn't really turn out to be uh, much of a difference in the game. But Taz is just so, so, so stupid for giving up quarterback because you're going back to quarterback next week. You might as well have got all the reps you should have. Billy went from 11 targets to, to, four. to four targets. And it just made no sense for Taz to give up quarterback. Yeah, Dad, you want to say something? It stunts the growth of your team by injecting someone to play an important position as quarterback that's not even going to be on your team next week. Yeah. Uh, You know what? Every team is trending in the right direction, you know, uh, gaining momentum towards the playoffs. You can't stop. You can't come to a dead stop like that. They're one game out. They're one game out of the playoffs. And, And we said they have the talent. They have the talent to compete. I don't think, I don't believe that they are, uh, the worst team in the league. I think they're going to get... I don't think they're, they're losing every single game. I think they're going to get a win. Taz has to play quarterback. He's got to stop being so dumb. Uh, Kurtzman, you played a good athletic... I said, though, I did say this about your team, that you might get out physical. They had a good physical team. They had subs. They had Jake physical, obviously. Missing Abby, but had True. Jake. True, sub. Uh, Tinley. Rob, Tinley, athletic. Rob Leconte, subbed. All athletes subbed. Your team still pushed through. What do you think the difference was? Um, I just think we didn't make the mental mistakes. They got inside the 10 three times and turned the ball over three times on a, fum- a fumbled snap um, and then two interceptions. So I feel like it, it could have been a way more of a game than the score says because they were they, they, dro- they were driving each time. They were getting the first down and they were making plays, but it was the mental mistakes. Like the They were moving in motion when the fumbled snap. They, they, their center snapped the ball and yeah. it hit off Shrew's leg and Lorenzo picked that up. Um I just think we made enough plays to win the game. Uh, I ran basically three plays the entire game, just uh, the same three concepts, and just kind of made sure we got the W. Threw uh, three interceptions, but yeah, three interceptions from you. Uh, I saw ugly. A, I saw a really bad one across yeah. your body, across the field. Jake just completely baited you into it. Joey called for it. And I turned around. Yeah, and threw it, didn't I didn't. Even... I didn't like that at nah. all from you. Uh, but still, your deep, your line was great. Yeah, Lorenzo was great. Brought the energy. Yep. Um, read me some stats in this one. Oh, let's see. Taz finished 6 of 10 for 60 yards, and Jake finished 
6 of 10 for six, about 60 yards as well. Uh, true finish with four catches, 40 yards, and a touchdown. He had a nice one-handed touchdown. Uh, yeah. I was very impressed. Um, Christian had two PBUs and an interception. Jake had an interception. Taz also had an interception. So that yeah. was the, they picked me off three times and they made plays. I told you. No, no one caught the ball for their team? Um, I told you, true. Jake had two catches and then one from Rob, one from Taz, one from Christian, one from Jordan. Okay. And then for my team, uh, Joey had eight target, uh, no, eleven targets, eight catches, seventy-five yards, and two touchdowns. You know what I like about that? Before you continue, what? first play of the game, you ran a little hitch to Joey, got him involved. First play of the game, it makes sense. If you're I, listening to this, how about you do that? Get your best part of the ball on the first play of the game. Next, <laughs> keep going, Chris. Oh, a little big call from Augie over there. Augie is not messing with Sobes anymore, bro. I think I yell it enough at the Giants when they didn't throw the ball to Oda Beckham on the first drive, yeah. so I have to practice okay. what I preach and what I yell at the TV. Uh, um, one nope. last thing. Uh, Taz, be a leader. Your team will follow. No, Taz isn't a leader. He doesn't have no, a leader. He has to be. If you're going to get a quarterback, yeah, Let me get some stats out for my squad. I said Joey... 8 for 72 and a touchdown. Mikey Freeman had 2 for 60 and a score his first touchdown of the year. Uh, Chance had 3 catches. Lorenzo, 3 catches and a 2-point conversion. Uh, Lorenzo also had 2 sacks. He, he yeah, brings he it every it. week. He and he, he puts bring, pressure on every play. Every single every play, play he's putting pressure. 2 pass breakups from Mikey. I believe he leads the league with like 7 now. 7 or 8 pass breakups. Mm-hmm. Um, Lorenzo had also t- had a safety and a fumble recovery. Didn't Mikey have a long touchdown too? Mikey had, I said Mikey had his oh, first yeah. touchdown. He had a 43-yarder. Yeah, he had a really he had a long touchdown. A little nice pass from you over the top. Caught it. Made a move. Might have mm-hmm. went out of bounds. <laughs> Scored the touchdown anyways. Uh, is yeah, that so, yeah. is, is that it on this one? Yeah. Saints players, they're missing Demetrius Pate. Uh, hope he's working. Hopefully next week he can show up. And hopefully next week Taz can play quarterback and they can be more competitive. Abby plays and all that kind of stuff. Uh, let's get into the last game. Titans versus Jets. We are only going to talk about what happened in the game. We're not talking about anything else with the fight or whatever. So let's get right into the game. Uh, from what I saw, Dad, you saw this one too? I saw the whole game. Okay, so I'll let you go first, Ken. Okay, what I saw, even though the Titans won the game, I saw a lot more offense from the Jets. Jets moved the ball. Uh, I liked uh, that they got Jack involved on a nice post bomb. It was beautifully thrown. Nice pattern. Uh, what I didn't like, and I've been saying for weeks that the Jets been lacking weapons, uh, I saw too many drop passes. Beginning of the game, Paul, Paul had a great game. Um, had an opening drive, he had a touchdown thrown to, I believe, his receiver Liam that was dropped. And on the final uh, drive of the game where he could have had the go-ahead touchdown, and Bryce had a great game. And I'm, believe me, I'm, I'm waiting to see kids step, step up. And I saw Bryce have a nice game, but he drops that touchdown that, you know, that could have sealed the game for the Jets. Yeah, I, I've... I was like kind of sick for the Jets and for Paul on that, cause, and especially for Bryce. Bryce had a great game, one of their best players, probably the most elusive guy in the open field. And uh, he just he just had a drop. He just dropped a touchdown on the fourth down, too. So that was really big. It allowed the Titans to get the ball back. And uh, after that, they had a they had a nice game-winning drive. They, they got in the end zone. Uh, who scored the game-winning touchdown? I'm sorry, I don't know his name off the top of my head Christy. right now. Kevin Christie. Kevin Christie had a nice catch, uh, diving effort to get into the end oh. zone after the, on the run. So... Um, the Titans. The thing with them again. How do we feel their offense looked? Do you think they were better this week, Dad? I, they had their moments, but I, I like to see them put together sustained drives. I don't see it. They had a nice play. Uh, the touchdown to Spo was a nice, nice deep play. Nick uh, King will tell you it was interference, but 
<laughs> it was it was a battle on the sideline that Spoke came down with the ball. Oh my! Oh, Spoke came down with it, caught it, and then Snatches broke it. broke ankles after yeah. that. And yeah. Spoke said he never gets his nice plays on video, only the pictures. <laughs> it's just bad, just bad timing. But um, another thing about the Titans' offense, I saw Joe Piscopo roll out and hit George on like a ten yard out. Like, where is that the whole game? Yeah, you need more like, of that. Why, they, like, you, we need more. You need more of that. Utilize, and, utilize the field. Yeah, more timing routes. Like, I, I feel. And another, another thing, uh, if Joe is listening to this, just my advice, I would just dump down to your offensive lineman a little bit more. I feel check like down. the really good teams in the league, Kurtzman, so they, they check down. And I don't, lean receiver, I don't think. And, and, and like, and Joe, it will, it will open up the running lane too, because then these guys won't be so. You know, they'll have to keep an eye on a guy like Matt coming off the line. But uh, I, I really liked uh, this game. I thought it, it was good, competitive game. I thought Paul looked really good. I, I still, I'm not off the Jets for the season. I'm happy the Titans got a win. We said coming into this week that it would be crucial for them to get a win. Kirschman, did you see any of this game, or I was you were playing? Here, you were so playing during no, it. So, um, Matt, I got Matt over here. I know you're not going to talk, but uh, you lined up out wide. Do you think that made a difference, or are you going to go back to the line? Um, I mean. If you can't hear Matt, he said he got a screen pass sent to him. He was in press coverage, so nothing like, really yeah, happened. I mean, it wasn't really like I think, that it, big of a play. I but think Matt, it could open up plays. Like, it definitely could because I could run out of the slot. I could run drags. I could run slants. Like, just little routes. I think you guys just need to get, like, more <laughs> of those 15-yard to out. Uh, 15 yard out to yeah. George, those type of plays. Uh, George made a, a huge play to save the game. Uh, Paul threw a nice ball, you know, threw it, stretched it down the field. I forget who was, was the Nick target. King. Nick King was the target. George, you know, jumped up, batted it down to kind of save the game there too on that on that last drive that the Jets had. Didn't George have an interception? Did George yes, have an interception? Yes, George also had an interception. Yes, so did. George had a, a great week defensively. Shout out, George. Shout out to, Swa- shout out to Swaggy G. But um, uh, I, I like about Paul, just to say one more thing about Paul, he throws the ball down the field. I love guys who throw the ball down the field. I wish the Titans would throw the ball down the field a little bit more. Even if it's not there, give your guy a chance. You oh saw what happened. You, you saw what happened when uh, when you throw the ball down the field to Spo, tips it up to himself, makes a play, catches it, makes a guy miss. Uh, I, I just need to see some more uh, deeper throws. Honestly, I just want to see some more. Well, well sustained drives. Uh, let's not forget the, the difference in this game were missed extra points by the Jets. Mm. Uh, one that was returned by Matt uh, on a strip sack, uh, strip fumble. Uh, Strip sack, grabbed the ball, ran it in for the extra point, and uh, uh, Tom Garvey, Tom Garvey, oh, interception, and ran back a two pointer. So the three points were all missed. Uh, yeah, final score was fifteen. Shout 12. out to Tom Garvey coming in, veteran leadership, gets things done, gets a win for the Titans. Tom Garvey, key key component in in this victory. He had the the return for uh, two points, and they won by three. And Matt, yeah, he's over here making a face because uh, he 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 made a big play too. Strip sack and gets the ball, runs for for the touchdown. If we're talking about scaling back taunting, Matt might be the most annoying person in the league. I don't know if it's Matt or Zach Shray, two most annoying people in the league when it comes to, to taunting. It. Just a reminder, stop the taunting, Chris. Yes. Uh, do we have anything else on this one before we read stats? Um, I really didn't see a lot of the game. I mean, like, listen, all I've heard from everyone is that they said Paul played great again. Like, Paul was throwing dimes. Matt, Matt saying, is saying I Paul was is throwing Paul's dimes. Ass the whole game. Paul on the he, run just tre- tremendous dimes. heart he showed. He showed tremendous heart in that game. Paul's a baller. Real. He's a gamer. I knew yeah, he was going to come out. I picked, I, hope the, Paul, I picked the Jets to win, so I was a little upset. I, I hope Paul plays quarterback in the next season. If, if, if or, or in the next draft, I should say. Because if he's coming in with a team, he might have a guy he'd rather play quarterback. 
But in the next draft, I think Paul has shown yeah. more than enough that he's a quarterback he, in this he league. He did everything he could to win that game. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Paul. I did a podcast yesterday. Instagram lived it. He was literally there the entire time, two hours. So shout out to Paul. Shout Crispin, out. give me stats on this one. Uh, Joe finished 12 of 20 for 110 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Also had 35 rushing yards. Uh, Spo had six catches for 55 yards and a touchdown. He continues to... Honestly, played amazing in this league. I knew he'd be very good, but he's up there in all the receiving categories, touchdowns, yards, receptions. Uh, George had two catches. Malta, one catch. Christie had the big touchdown that ended up being the game winner. Um, Marola, just one catch. What is going on, man? His math value is on defense. No, Matt's one of I the know. top five best defensive linemen in the league. George played great, had the interception, and had the big pass breakup at the end of the game. A lot of pass breakups. Malta, two. Christie, two. Uh, Eddie Welsh had a would call it a pass breakup, but really just dropped the interception. Change your Matt, description. Matt, big sigh. Uh, Garvey, big interception we already talked about. And, that had uh, passed by Mork? That had passed by Mork. Yes, Mork did have a PBO. Shout out Mork. <laughs> yeah, and he had a, he had a yeah, SWAT. So. Oh, SWAT, yeah. yeah. So pass breakup nonetheless. Next team. And then for the Jets, Paul, you played really well. Honestly, 11-23, 11 but threw for 160 yards, got everyone involved. You had four guys with more than five targets. Pete, Jack, Bryson, Wiz all had five targets or more. Uh, Jack finished 3 of 60 for a touchdown. Bryce, 3 of 58 in a touchdown. Pete, 3 for 45. Um, on defense, they had a lot of sacks. Wiz, one sack. Scott, two sacks. Paul, a sack. Jeremy, a sack late. Uh, Paul also had an interception. So, honestly, some good stats all around for that game. Yeah, this is one of those games where I thought uh, the Jets improved with it, even though they lost. Yeah. No, I think they, they're continuing to build, build momentum in the right direction going forward. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the overreaction Monday now. I know we did on the last podcast news or nothing at the end. I think we're going to do the overreaction Mondays now on uh, after after uh, for the recaps. So the first one we have overreaction Monday, Kurtzman. I'll start with your team. Should the Browns be favorited after the Cowboys struggled a little bit this week for next week's matchup, Browns Cowboys? Is that an overreaction or is that facts? I mean, I'm going to say that we should be the favorite because I think we're the best team in the league, but I think the way that it's gone played, they should still probably be the favorite, so I'm going to say it's a little bit of an overreaction. They got their first big, tough win, so I think that matters for something. I'm going with the Browns. Yeah. Yeah, uh, line of scrimmage. Whoever dominates line of scrimmage wins the game, and that's the Browns. Uh, I think – I can't remember his name. The offensive lineman you were missing? Kalik. Kalik, I think when he comes back, makes a big difference. I hope Austin's all right. I hope he's he's healthy and and could play in the game. Um – Am I, I don't know who I'm going to pick yet. Uh, I do think it's a little bit of an overreaction because when they were down 13, they still came back and won. Mm-hmm. And they still locked up in the second half. They scored when they needed to score, and they st- got a stop when they needed to get a stop. So that is a little bit of an overreaction to me. Next uh, overreaction or facts. <laughs> um, Raiders, are they contenders or pretenders after uh, losing and getting smoked this week against the Vikings? I'm going to say they're still contenders, but they're definitely the fourth of the four contenders wow. that are two wins. They're definitely, they're definitely the fourth. Like, they're definitely the fourth team. Um, we haven't seen them play together week to week. Like, they offense played really well in week two, then they won a defensive battle week three, and then they only put up six real points in the, this game before the, the garbage time touchdown. So I just think that they're more they're the last of the contenders. They're still contenders. They still got too many good athletes on that team not to be 
Uh, you got TJ Angstad back there, Joe Denoya on defense. Offensively, you still got IB and Sedano. So I, I think they'll figure out. I think they'll be all right. Uh, they just got to get their, their quarterback situation settled. Yeah, I agree. I think this is an overreaction, them being pretenders, because they still have a lot of talent, like my dad just said, and like you said, Kersman. Uh I, I still believe in them. I still think they could be uh, right in it to win the championship as, well. as long as, as IB figures it out at, at quarterback and, and he's organized and runs plays for his team. I think he'll get the job done. Next one, overreaction or not? The Saints will go winless. Is this an overreaction, Kurtzman? They have the talent, but they never put it together and they don't show up all in the same weekend. I think it's not an overreaction to think that they could possibly go wow. winless. Dad. They they won't go uh, winless. They'll 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 get a victory. They like they'll figure it out. But like I said, Taz has got to take over and he's got to stay at that position. What about you? Um, I think this is an overreaction. I think they're gonna win a game. I don't think I think they have too much talent to go winless. Okay. All right. So that's it, uh, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you are listening on SoundCloud, I would love to know what podcast uh, provider I guess you choose to listen to. If it's not Apple. Uh, please let me know. And if you're listening to this on Apple, uh, make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Everyone, thank you. We will see you guys later in the week, and we'll do the week five preview. So until then, I hope you guys have a good one.